0: A reading from Matthew 1, one, This is the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Luke 3.23b-38. to 31-32. The son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, the son of Boaz, the son of Salmon, the son of Nashon. We have been uh, uh, kind of concentrating here. We've been uh, in the Gospel of John, and now we enter into the first, the opening of Matthew, which, uh, again, we have had the very interesting introduction to Luke where he is, is, he is speaking in terms of history almost. Then we have the, the powerful theological kind of epic opening of John, And then Mark, which we haven't focused on, is very condensed in its opening. It uh, opens immediately with John the Baptist. And here we have a genealogy, which to me is the strangest opening of all.
1: Well, not for those people. Um, Knowing where you've come from in the past is very important in Hebrew worldview, especially in this God story. Uh, Biblical history is salvation history. And so you have to connect to the past. And Matthew and Luke do it in different ways, but um, the Matthew account is phenomenal. Uh, When you read Matthew, you understand that he's writing to a Jewish audience. He uses a lot of Jewish language. And he does some things here that are very surprising uh, in uh, genealogy. This is a male-oriented culture. And he lists five women in his generations that he gives... uh, uh, Tamar, uh, Rahab, Ruth, uh, Bathsheba, even though he refers to her as the wife of Uriah, he has some contempt for her, so he doesn't even use her name, and then finally Mary. What's phenomenal is that uh, several of these are uh, Gentiles. Um, you have an Aramaean, the woman in Jericho, and you have a Moabite, and you're including Gentiles in the line of the Messiah. Uh Beyond that, you're using women, uh, which is crazy in that context, and women who have somewhat of a sexual dysfunction about their reality. When you read the Tamar story and you realize that Rahab was a harlot, and Ruth, um, there's some, even though Ruth's a hero, there's some sketchy things going on in that story that you can't get around. And certainly Bathsheba, we know her history and how she gets linked uh, to David. It's not the the prettiest sight. And so, Matthew is throwing us a huge statement here. He's basically saying that all people are instruments in God's providence. In your little Jewish world that you're looking at this context, as he's writing to many Jewish people, he says, don't think about being exclusive in your view. Uh, God has a way of wrapping up all kinds of people into the story that he's telling
0: common sense would tell you uh, that if you were to write a story about jesus as the messiah etc etc you might not bring these four women into it uh, because it really does not uh, embellish his kind of uh, that that image of being uh, bigger than life or however you might want to put it in most uh, uh, biographies of kings and queens written by people in the court or people that are followers, it's nothing but uh, praise. But here you have a very different take, and I, I love the way you put it, is nobody is nobody's excluded uh, from the narrative.
1: And so regardless hmm. of what's going on in our lives right now and how we might feel that our lives don't seem to fit maybe what God might want to be saying through us, We might be just at the place where he's about to reveal something through us in a unique way.